Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Ideal Investor Show. And we're continuing in a certain way the series of what are kind of like successful, relatively famous people say about their experiences and mottos and slogans and stuff like that. So one that I recently saw from Warren Buffett as part of one of the shareholder letters is where he says the business school reward Difficult, complex behavior more than simple behavior, but simple behavior is more efficient. And so that sounds a little bit complicated, but I think what he is talking about in that context is that in business schools, you know, like people say, I have an um, MBA from Harvard or an MBA from <clears throat> the Wharton School of Business or anything like that, is that there's a huge amount of focus about How are the numbers calculated? How are you basically being turned into an accountant? How do you read the quarterly reports and the annual reports and the, the balance sheet and all that kind of stuff? And I'm not saying this is not relevant or is not important or you shouldn't know this, but it's a matter of emphasis. And I want to tell a little bit of a short story about my own experience. So As most of you know, I was an officer in the Air Force. I had my bachelor's degree. I got my staff officer school and all those kind of good things. And so when I got towards the end of um, my career in the Air Force, I was asking around, you know, what are the things that I need to do to be successful in the business world or in the civilian world, if you want to call it. And most people said, well, nowadays, if you don't have a degree, it's probably going to be harder to get into really more top positions. And so I went out to graduate school to get a degree in organizational management and leadership. And what I found is that the things that I learned were valuable. I don't want to make it sound like you shouldn't do it or it's not valuable or anything like that. But it was all very theoretical. And what I found interesting is that the people who wrote most of the books that we reviewed either in school or during college uh, at the university And the books that were, especially in my doctorate program, that were recommended for reading, and that was one of my biggest struggles, by the way, I'll tell you a little bit of a personal story, because I can speak, I think, fairly well, admittedly, still with an accent after 30 years in the US and understand pretty well, but I was never really very good at reading particularly fast. And there was like probably 100 plus books that we were supposed to read during the PhD program. And I was always slow finishing the books or the articles or the assigned reading because my reading speed was just not that fast. And so there are all kinds of tricks. And I know anybody who wants to put comments on how can you increase your reading speed, there's really cool stuff. Anyway, so what I, on the other hand, realized is because I was somewhat frustrated that I couldn't read faster, I also wanted to find out a little bit Who are the people that are actually writing these books? And what I found is quite, at least to me, frustrating is that a lot of the people who wrote the books are either university professors or people in some form of like an advisory role, or they have come up with some certain theory that is based on 
academic research. But when you then say, okay, so how many mid-sized companies or even larger companies have they ever been involved with? Have they founded? Have they really run? You find out most of them have never really actually been in the role of leading and running a business. Now, what does that have to do with the complexities? Ultimately, there are, I think, two sides of a coin. And so what Warren Buffett meant, in, I believe, when he says you know, the business schools put more emphasis on complexity when the reality is simple, is more efficient, is if you know that there are certain things, for example, that your customers want, then it doesn't matter that there is a really complex and complicated way to explain to them exactly how it works when all they want is a certain service for a certain price delivered in a dependable way. The same is kind of true for products too. Now, it's not always only a matter of what does the customer want. But when you look at some of the things, I believe if you look at, for example, modern companies that are really successful and, and especially like a Tesla, they basically coined the term, the best part is no part, right? Or first principle thinking. That is a really abbreviated way of what Warren Buffett was pointing out. Don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. Right? And that's, I think, a very important lesson. So when we are actually looking at our investing in residential properties, then we can weigh, I should just give you a quick example, in an area that is generally well-performing, we can weigh, okay, if we want longer-term relationships where it's less likely that our tenants are going to move in and out of the property all the time, then you want to offer them a single-family residence, basically a regular house. If, on the other hand, you want to optimize and get more income from a similar-sized property, and size also means similar-price property, then the better way is to go with a duplex, triplex, or fourplex, where each unit is probably less in rent. But when you add it together and the cost is not that much different, you're actually making more cash flow. But you pay, in a sense, a little bit more because you have much more turnover because if somebody lives in one unit of a triplex and there's a similar priced house available for maybe just a few hundred dollars more a month, then it's much more likely that they, as soon as they find a house they like, they would leave. So your tenants are probably in your properties one or two years, whereas in a single-family property, if it's a really nice one and they like what they have and where they are, they stay. I have some properties where the tenants have been in there for five years and have given no indication that they would want to leave. Right. So those are the kinds of things where this... Think about what do the customers want? What are you able to offer? What is a fair price? What is good quality? And make it available. Now, the other part of the complexity I want to touch on briefly is you can go obviously on the internet nowadays and use AI tools and a million other things and you find all kinds of information. And then you have to sort through it and develop your own way of how do you actually decide what is the thing that you want to go after. Or... You can make it much, much less complex and much, much more efficient and much simpler by just working with us. Now, I understand that working in a mentoring program and getting advice from somebody like me on how to invest and what to invest in is not an easy and quick decision. So that's why I recommend go to idealinvestorshow.com, find the button there and book a call and let's have a conversation so we can talk about it and you can see 
if you like how we do it, what we're doing, how we're going about things. And if you like it, you join us. And if you don't like it, we had a nice conversation. So I hope you do this soon so we can talk. And for now, be well, stay safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.